The following paid program is pre-recorded and sponsored by TakePoint Wealth Management on the Nature Coast of Florida. TakePoint on Retirement, a well-rounded show from a well-rounded team leading you into retirement. Listen Saturday mornings for an hour of simple retirement advice from your friends at TakePoint Wealth Management. Saturday mornings, 730. This material is provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice or an offer for solicitation to buy or sell securities. All data believed to be reliable, but not guaranteed or responsible for reliance on this data. Well, first, good morning. Secondly, welcome to Saturday. And last but not least, welcome to Take Point on Retirement, a show brought to you by Take Point Wealth Management, fiduciary services up and down the nature coast within our backyard. Right here in our own listening area. That's right. You don't have to travel far to find the professionals because they're right here in our studios and right down the road. All you got to do is reach out and contact TickPoint Wealth Management for all your financial needs and so much more. Eric Arnett, lead advisor, retirement planner. Of course, Randy Woodruff, certified public accountant. Two members of that Take Point Wealth Management team here every Saturday to fill us in on what's going on and to educate us this morning, Eric Garnett, Randy Woodruff. Hey, good morning. Good morning, everyone. We're about <clears throat> halfway through the year, aren't we? Are getting close? Yeah, hard to believe <laughs> we're halfway through the year, which is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Time flies. It means we must be having fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it should be. <laughs> Hopefully our retirees are having fun. Absolutely. And close to retirement, or if you're in retirement, you're at the right place because you're listening to this show. we got a great show today. We're going to dig into some retirement planning errors to avoid and offer some tips to potentially help correct them. 95% of our job is not to beat up the public out there listening, but when we sit down with people is to correct mistakes, to try Mm -hmm. to avoid mistakes, and hopefully to educate people so they can learn. We're going to get into some of those. So I started thinking today is more than ever right now, I have so many concerns for our retirees out there and our listeners. There's so many different things that you may or may not be aware of that are potentially ready to hit in the next few years. And if you're in the beginning stages of retirement or you're close to retirement, you really can't afford to make any mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've shown people on some of our educational events that we offer, and also when folks come in, we show them plain and simple on a chart. If you are close to retirement or in retirement and you suffer any type of negative downturns in your portfolio values in the first five years of retirement, it's extremely detrimental. And I believe that the pressures are building to where we're going to see some potential corrections here coming in the near future. I don't know if it's going to be this year, potentially next year, but I see once again, we've kind of had some good returns in the markets due to all of the stimulus that the government has artificially pumped into the economy to try to get the economy going. And obviously, when the economy was at a complete standstill and, and we're now slowly gearing up and it's slowly getting back online post-COVID, people get excited and say, oh, well, you know, the economy is going to boom. That may be correct, but there's also a lot of things out there that are looming like inflation, potential increases in interest rates, overvaluation of stocks, overvaluations of bonds. We've had basically 12 years since 2008 where things have just kind of gone straight up. And now I'm seeing we're kind of peaked here and the market's just topping and it's a little, it's volatile. 
here. And we're seeing more than ever a rotation out of certain sectors, certain stocks, certain asset classes. When a rising tide floats all ships, it's kind of easy. You know, you can just have any fund in your portfolio, any mutual fund, say a growth fund or any stock like a technology stock like Apple or something like that. When everything's going up, it's easy. But uh, we're in a pattern now where we're seeing a lot of sector rotation. We're seeing a lot of asset class rotation. We show people uh, this rainbow chart of colors that shows all the different asset classes out there and how they perform differently in any given economic cycle. What we're seeing already, which Randy and I predicted a year ago, was that we're seeing a rollover in growth. So those those very high growth stocks are starting to roll over where value is outperforming. International stocks are starting to outperform large cap growth domestic stocks. Do you have small caps? Do you have mid caps? Do you have international in your portfolio? Real estate, gold, commodities. So how is your portfolio positioned now? How it was positioned over the last 10 years is entirely different as to how it should be positioned now over the next 10 years because we have a lot of pressures on there, social economic pressures, geopolitical pressures, inflation, all this printing of money. So there's a lot of concerns there. The next 10 years will be nothing like the last 10 Mm -hmm. years. Uh, We've talked about it where quite interesting. The aggregate bond index is down like 3.56%, somewhere in there, close to 4%. What did we say over a year ago? Get out of bonds. Get out right? of bonds. So we tend to see trends that are coming. And if you're just holding a portfolio, a static portfolio that's not actively being managed, where we were making shifts and also trying to protect the downside and limit market downside, then really now's the time to get a plan more than ever. We've kind of got lucky where COVID, the markets bounced back. But going forward now, it's 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 a very different story and it's a very different situation. So I really want to encourage people to pick up the phone, go to our website. You can click there and just set an appointment with me. There's a little tab that says set an appointment. Mm-hmm. You'll go right to my calendar and let's get on the phone for 15 minutes and just chat. That's all it has to be. You don't have to fill out any lengthy forms. You don't have to come to my office. I just simply want to chat with you for about 15 minutes. You can get on my calendar doing it that way. Just discuss and get a general idea. Usually in about five minutes, I can get an idea what the potential risk may be facing this person or these people on the phone. So I'm encouraging people to do that here. Just get on my website, set up an appointment, and we'll talk about all this stuff because it's really about positioning your retirement plan and having a plan more than ever, I think, today. It's so, so important. You know, one of the things that we've talked about in the office and probably on this show too is when people are are working for a company and they're participating in their 401k plan, they have options, but they're very limited on what they can invest in. So basically there's an HR director, then probably a a 401k trustee, and you have some options for mutual funds. And people think that's the only way to invest, you stick your money in mutual funds. They've been used to doing that for the last 20, 30, 40 plus years. As you roll out of that environment into retirement, you you don't feel like that's your only option is to put your money in mutual funds without any real direction or, or advisement. And we've talked on this show numerous times about how there's all kinds of hidden fees inside mutual funds and don't have a lot of control on how those mutual funds are managed. So we talked about how you, Eric, Eric can sit down with someone and, and, and dissect those prospectuses and different things and take a look at the fees that are hidden inside those mutual funds. And as we've seen time and time again, the money that you're going to be paying us to manage your portfolio effectively, tactically, be similar maybe even less than what you're paying inside those mutual funds that you can't really see. Yeah, absolutely. And retirement planning, it's not just about your investment. We're also going to help you with social security timing. Mm -hmm. When do you take social security? 
Does your spouse take it? Do you take it? Do you both take it at the same time? How is that going to affect you tax-wise? How are we planning for higher taxes in the future? We're most definitely going to have higher taxes in the future. So how are you planning for that? What are the silent killers that we always talk about on this show? Fees. And taxes. Taxes. Risk. Risk. Here's a big one. Risk. Do you truly know, if you're sitting out there listening, do you truly know what the risk of your plan is or your portfolio? I'm going to venture to say you probably don't. So Mm -hmm. we can show you and, and make sure that the portfolio and the risks are properly aligned with what your financial speed needs to be to get to and through retirement. I have a book that uh, is available that I've written called What is Your Financial Speed? Really simple, quick, easy read. But it, what it breaks down is the numbers. You have to have a plan. You have to know what your financial speed is. What kind of returns do I need to be getting? What's the taxes on those returns going to be? How is my portfolio positioned? And is it in line with my risk tolerance? And or is it taking just entirely too much risk to get the returns that you're getting? We look at the average returns, the projected average returns, and then the risk that you're taking to get those. So our plan is dialing that risk way down, dialing the fees way down, and then also making it tax efficient. Those are the three things that you have to focus on. We've got to get you in so we can get going on that stuff. Time planning is no easy task. So generally the right plan is about timing, opportunity, and not following the myths that can destroy your retirement. So let's take a look at some of them and how to avoid them. What do you think? There's there's a lot of myths out there. Having no retirement plan. That's what we talk about all the time. If you have no plan, not starting the retirement planning process is one of the biggest retirement mistakes you can make. You should determine what you want your future to look like, as well as how much money can realistically set aside. Then find a plan that will get you there. So that's what I'm talking about is we, we need to find what is your financial speed. And then even once you're, a, once you're an ongoing client, we have to review that plan. We have to review that financial speed. We have to review that mix of investments on a semi-annual, annual basis. We redo your plan every year to make sure your plan is still in line and your goals are properly aligned with the current plan or portfolio is actually working to keep you in line with your goals. As goals change, plans change, needs change. So it's yeah. good to have a plan and, and to stay nimble so you can pivot and move in a different direction and be responsive to what's going on in the marketplace. I said on this show a couple of times, and you've probably seen it as well, that people spend more time every year planning their vacation. They're going to spend a week, and they, and they actually plan spending their retirement. They're going to spend years and years. In. It's, uh, it's very important. Hopefully, everybody out there listening gets to spend 15, 20, 30 years in retirement. Right. And to do that, that's a long time. Right. You've got to have a, a good plan and right. you got to start planning early. Right. And my feeling is, is that most people think, oh, my plan's working because mm-hmm. everything's been good. Yeah. You know, the markets <laughs> have been going up. So of course your plan is working. But I venture to say, if you take a closer look at your statements and really dive into the returns inside of your portfolio this year, you're going to see the bond portion of your portfolio. Bonds that are in your mutual funds are underperforming. Uh, you're going to see that technology growth stocks are underperforming value stocks. International is outperforming right now. So are you making shifts and are you capable of making those shifts? One one big mistake that we see all the time is not knowing how much you need to retire, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> if you're nearing retirement, you got to take a look at your current salary, add up your expenses, including medical costs in retirement, and meet with a financial advisor to calculate how much you'll need in order to retire and live comfortably. So often, I think a lot of times people are hesitant to actually do that exercise of, of what they actually have currently in terms of assets and, and what they're going to need, because I think deep down, they know they don't have enough right? and they don't want to face that reality. But if you don't face that reality, 
you can't solve the problem. Right. You got to have a, that honest moment with yourself and go, listen, I know I don't have enough and I may not like it, but I have to right. be honest with, with myself. And then once you're honest with yourself, then you can really begin to make some changes. If this inflation continues, this really mass inflation that we've been getting, and the inflationary numbers have been a little bit shocking here. On the way in this morning, it cost me $114 to fill up my pickup truck. If you're not planning for inflation and rising costs, Social Security isn't going to get it done, folks. Mm-mm. Live Just planning for and having Social Security, getting control of your expenses. How many people uh, have a budget out there? Do you have a budget? Have you sat down with your loved one or your spouse or your family and actually put together a budget? That's having the discipline just to take some time out of your uh, weekend to sit down for 15, 20, 30 minutes, whatever, and put out a budget. Um, That's the biggest thing that people have problems with is their budgeting. You've got to get that under control. There you go. Good news coming from some good friends at Take Point Wealth Management. That's the voice of Eric Arnett, lead advisor, retirement planner. And of course, Randy Woodruff in the studio with us, two members of that well-rounded team of professionals standing by to help you with some retirement planning errors to avoid and tips to potentially help correct them. We're talking about that today. By the way, now's a good time to tell you to call Take Point Wealth Management, 352-616-0511. Take that free Take Point blueprint on retirement. Those Take Point retirement warriors are looking at that stress-free retirement. That's what it's all about. We'll be back, folks, after this. financial management service for you. TakePointWealth.com. TakePoint Wealth Management is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC registered advisor. And welcome back. You are listening to TakePoint on Retirement brought to you from my friends you just heard from there, TakePoint Wealth Management on the Nature Coast within our listening area right here in your own backyard, folks. You don't have to travel far. Matter of fact, they'll come see you. All you have to do is reach out to them. 352-616-0511. Contact TakePoint Wealth Management. A stress-free retirement. Your plan can be in place with free advice, consultation, financial analysis, evaluation. Give them the test and see what they can do for you with that free TakePoint Blueprint on Retirement. It's a $1,500 value being offered to our listeners right now if you contact TakePoint Wealth Management. Once again, 352-616-0511. It's all yours through TakePoint Wealth Management. Now, Lead Advisor Retirement Planner Eric Arnett and, of course, Certified Public Accountant and so much more. Randy Woodruff, two members of that team, TakePoint. Jumping right back in here with some of the retirement myths and mistakes that we see people making and kind of overlooking. We were talking about not knowing how much you need to retire. That's uh, pretty critical. Uh, Most importantly is when we do our retirement planning for you, uh, we project it out to age 90 and we look at all the medical costs that you're going to incur. So imagine if something costs eight, ten thousand $10,000 a month today, what's that going to cost 20 years from now? So if you're 60, 65, you're going to live to be 80, 85, 90, what is long-term care going to cost? What are medical costs premiums going to be? So one of the things that I think is drastically overlooked is long-term care. You've got to have, if you can afford it, folks, and we'll help you do the analysis, we'll be able to find some income for you. We can put together an income plan and create some more income for you so you can afford it. If you can afford long-term care, you've got to have that in your in your retirement plan. Mm-hmm. It's so, so critical. Uh, we see this as a being overlooked all the time. So let us run you some long-term care quotes, educate you on long-term care. People just get too busy and they keep kicking the can down the road. Mm. Just make a list, prioritize, and get it knocked out. You've got to get this stuff knocked out 
while you're younger because the rates and premiums are lower. So if you wait to your 70 or 80 to think about it, folks, it's too late. That's a big, big concern for me. Good Let point. me ask you too, on long-term care insurance, if you, let's say somebody waited until they're 75 or 80, mm -hmm. and now they've got some significant mm -hmm. known health conditions, mm -hmm. do the insurance companies, I guess it's probably rated more so when you go and apply, let's say you're 75 and you have no really known health issues, is it more expensive if you're 75 and you have quite a few known health issues for long-term care insurance, just kind of like life insurance is or health insurance? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yep, so yep, yep. you're getting all the more reason to, as you're younger and you don't have any or you have very few known mm -hmm. health issues, yeah. now's the time to get it. Yeah, yeah, and we can, we can build long-term care hybrid strategies. So let's say you don't use the long-term care. Let's say you're one of the ones that is fortunate, fortunate <laughs> or blessed. You're one of those ones that doesn't need long-term care. And you're one of the that's ones gonna be, that gonna be me, by passes the way. in yeah. your sleep peacefully, yeah. Amen. you know, dreaming about sugar plums and whatever. Yeah. That's the way to go, right? But if, if you do end up in long-term care, not a great experience, but it's a very, it's going to be an extremely costly experience. And the more money you have going towards that, the more the more comfortable it's going to be for you. So, Well, what would you say to those that would be in a position like that and say, well, my pension will cover that or my Social Security will help cover that or I'll sell my home and my assets? And well, and that's a great question because a lot of people yeah. just do assume that, right. JW, but you can't assume that unless you're doing the proper calculations factoring in inflation, factoring in potential COLA arises in your in, in your guaranteed incomes, factoring in returns on your portfolio, all those types of things. We even put some market declines in your portfolio throughout our process and stress tested to see how it would hold up in bad markets. We try to cover all the bases and prepare for everything, but that's a great question because most people just assume, hey, it's uh, the year 2021. I got a nice little pension coming in. I'm going to start my social security. I got my bills to where I know I can cover all that, but that's what's covering it today. That's not what's going to cover it 15 years from now, 10 years from now. And that's what we got to try to get people to look at is that crystal ball in that future and try to predict into the future. Something that I personally think about every day is I think about it all the time is how am I going to leave my wife, my spouse? I got to make sure she has enough income I got to make sure that her long-term care is covered, that we have some life insurance in, in place for her, that she's going to have enough guaranteed income. It keeps me up at night. I want to make sure that the bases are covered. And so that takes constant planning, constant massaging, and staying in the game. It's tough. It's, we had a gentleman in the other day. You know, we started having these conversations about beneficiary designations and setting up your estate plan and how you're going to pass your assets to your beneficiaries. And this gentleman was up there in age. This is stuff that should have been thought about a long time ago. Because if he does pass with the assets that he has, going to create chaos in his family. Mm -hmm. Just waiting and kicking the can down the road is not the answer because it's just going to create a big deduction in your estate with attorney's fees, CPA. Because what, what has to happen is your beneficiaries, your kids or whatever, they have to hire guys like us and attorneys to fix everything after you're gone. And that's costly to your estate. Mm. Uh, taxation can be very costly. So if we do some proper planning, we could avoid taxation even to your beneficiaries. So there's a lot to think about. A lot of people have incorrect beneficiary designations. In the event of your passing, you don't want to leave a financial mess behind for your families. Avoid this problem by making sure your retirement plan beneficiaries and designations listed in your will are in agreement. That way your loved ones won't have to struggle and fight over dividing up your assets, right? So here's one that I hear all the time. I'm 
well, I'm never going to retire. So <laughs> believing you'll never retire, you might love your career and be unable to imagine life without a nine to five gig, but the odds are that your ability to keep pace in the workplace will wane eventually. So don't skip on saving because you think, oh, I'm just going to work until I'm 90. And one of those people uh, will, who will never retire. So we hear that all the time. Like, oh, I'm not going to retire. I'm just going to keep on working. Well, how do you know that? You know, so many different things can happen. And you may not be desirable in the workforce yeah. after a certain age. Or you, or you might have a health issue. That's something I think about my father. He was, oh, I'm just going to keep working, working, working. And then he finally decided to retire. And when he did retire, he got cancer and ended up passing away. Didn't get to enjoy his retirement. We had a couple in not too long ago, a young couple, and I applauded them. It was kind of cool because they were able to recognize, hey, we need some balance. It's time to retire while we're young and we mm -hmm. can and we can enjoy life. We know it's not optimal and we could probably stay and make more money and put more money away. But they said to me, this was refreshing. Money is not important to us anymore. It's, it's quality of life and our health and enjoying retirement while we're at the age that we can. So really think about that for a minute. Is, is the money really worth your health? How much is your health worth to you? Mm -hmm. So I know that some of us have a hard time picturing what we would do uh, if we didn't get up and go to work every day. Randy, what would you do if you didn't have to work every day? It's not the years in your life. It's the life in your there years. You, you want to make sure you got your health, your wealth, so you can enjoy those retirement years and really have a, a great time. Well, they don't call it the golden years for nothing. But we want to live to see our platinum years. There you yeah, go. There you go. Another mistake that we see quite often is not taking your employer's 401k match. Mm -hmm. So if your employer offers to match your 401k contributions to a certain percentage and you don't opt in, you're leaving free money on the table. So make sure you're contributing at least the amount your employer matches each month, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I've seen that quite a bit in some reviews with folks that come in. So um, relying only on social security benefits. So social security can provide some financial security, but you shouldn't rely only on your social security checks to fund your retirement. Uh, you know, social security benefits represent about 39% of elderly people's income, according to the Social Security Administration. So trying to retire only on social security has a lot of hidden costs and risks. So got to plan for, and, and who knows, like, you know, they may cut social security benefits. Social security uh, is in trouble. I think we've all heard on the radio and on TV and reading in the news that supposedly social security is, is unfunded and is funded with IOUs from the federal government. If that's the case, would you want to give your money to a company that wasn't adequately capitalized so you're relying upon a retirement system that what we're being told is not adequately capitalized either. Those IOUs have to be paid back. We talked on this show many, many times about raising taxes. How are they going to pay back those IOUs? You know, right. And raise taxes. Yep. Yeah, that, most definitely. One of the things that we see sometimes too is uh, folks retiring too early. And this might be one that's happening now because of the COVID effect. You know, it was interesting. I saw a statistic that just came out from some of the labor numbers. We have the highest quit rate right now that we've had. I don't know if it was ever in a long time, but people are quitting their jobs. You're retiring early? or no, Well, no, just people in general, just really? quitting jobs. Uh, so we have the highest quit rate right now, which is interesting. Yet we have high unemployment. But we also have, we have a job for every single person out there mm -hmm. as well. Some really weird dynamics yeah, going is. on. One of the read-ins to that is that people are leaving their jobs because the labor market is much more competitive and better for them. So uh, they feel confident that they can go out and find another job. So mm -hmm. I was like kind of stunned by that. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Retiring too early 
has two main disadvantages. Obviously, the first one is the earlier you retire, the less time you're going to have to save for retirement. Yeah. The second disadvantage has to do with your Social Security payouts. Although you can retire as early as 62 and start receiving your Social Security benefits, your age dictates the size of your payout. For example, if your full retirement age is 67 and you start your retirement benefits at 62, prepare for your monthly benefit amount to be reduced by 30%. <laughs> So wow. that's a lot of money. Yeah. That's money that you don't get back, folks. We always encourage people to try to keep that Social Security in the lockbox until you get to at least 67 because you're going to get the maximum benefit. And then if you even defer past 67 all the way to age 70, you're going to get 8% increase every year from there as well. So don't take it if you don't need it because it's going to create a nice little uh, increase for you in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, one more, just one of the ones that I really love to harp on and I, I had to talk about is putting your money in variable annuities. Uh, we're dead set against this. Variable annuities can offer some benefits according to the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. For example, these annuities make it possible to receive regular pay payments throughout the rest of your life. However, in comparison to other annuity options, variable annuities can cost 50% to 100% more in fees and surrender charges, according to the financial mentor. Further gains on these accounts are taxed as normal income, not as lower capital gains rates upon withdrawal. So uh, very inefficient there. You know, stay away from those variable annuities. We've heard people talk about annuities as we talk to them about them, and they're like, I've heard bad things about annuities. Right. It's very important that you understand, folks, there's many different kinds of annuities, and the ones you've probably heard negative things about are variable annuities. So That's right. Yeah, there's so many different ones out there, and that's why set an appointment. We'll educate you. We'll give you the true facts. We, got, we have a good book on annuities, too. We do. Annuity 360, right. JW. You got it. Yours yeah, right now. If you call Take Point Wealth Management, this is a show brought to you by Take Point Wealth Management on the Nature Coast. It's Take Point on Retirement, and that's all about your retirement. They want to take point and take the lead on that stress-free retirement for you. It's taken care of through Take Point Wealth Management. That Annuity 360 book can be yours just for the asking. Just contact Take Point Wealth Management, 352-616-0511. You can go online and plug in takepointwealth.com or just Take Point Wealth. It'll lead you to Eric Arnett, Lead Advisor, Retirement Planner, and, of course, Randy Woodruff, both in the studio with us once again this morning, every Saturday at this time and only on this station. Folks, we'll be back in just a bit. By the way, if you have a question for our professionals, you can send that question to info, I-N-F-O, at takepointonretirement.com, and we'll address those questions on future shows. Info, I-N-F-O, at takepointonretirement.com. In the meantime, $1,500 value is yours for our listeners today. That's that Take Point on Retirement Blueprint. $1,500 value, yours free if you call Take Point Wealth Management. 352-616-0511. We'll be back after this. Do you think taxes are going up in the future? If so, you should learn how to build tax-free income during your retirement. Now is the best time to start with a sound tax-advantaged financial plan with TakePoint Wealth, advisor for the Nature Coast. Visit TakePointWealth.com to schedule your free financial consultation with Eric Arnett, host of the local TakePoint on Retirement Show, Saturday morning, 730. Visit 
TickPointWealth.com. TickPoint Wealth Management is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered advisor. Fixed annuities, including multi-year guaranteed rate annuities, are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims of paying ability of the issuer. Annuity disclosure 2. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, including the risk of loss or principal, and there can be no assurance that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, or product made reference to directly or indirectly in this presentation will be profitable equal any corresponding indicated historical performance levels or be suitable for your portfolio. Investment advisory services offered through TakePoint Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. TakePoint Wealth Independent Insurance Products and other services are not offered through TakePoint Wealth, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and in guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by TakePoint Wealth Management. Indexed or fixed annuities are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to caps, restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. TakePoint on Retirement, a well-rounded show from a well-rounded team of experts leading you into retirement Listen Saturday mornings for an hour of simple retirement advice from your friends at TakePoint Wealth Management, Saturday mornings, 7.30. Let's take a pause for station identification. You're listening to 99.9 FM WXJB, Homosassa. What do you know, Joe? Well, I'll tell you, you're in tune to that program called Take Point on Retirement. That's right. Heard every Saturday at this time and only on this station. I'm JW, your host, along with, of course, Eric Arnett, lead advisor, retirement planner, the sponsor of this show called Take Point on Retirement. It is Take Point Wealth Management. Check them out today. Plug them into the search engine online. It'll bring you to Eric Arnett and the crew. That's Take Point Wealth Management on the Nature Coast in our own backyard within our listening area. Don't miss your chance to ask for all the free information that they want to pass on to you to educate you on your stress-free retirement, including that book by Eric Arnetti mentioned it earlier, What is Your Financial Speed? And that Annuity 360 book, that's all yours for the asking. Contact Take Point Wealth Management at 352-616-0511. And don't forget to take advantage of that $1,500 retirement blueprint from TakePoint Wealth Management. It's specifically for our listeners if you reach out to TakePoint Wealth Management. 352-616-0511. Let's continue. Hey, super simple too. Just go to TakePointWealth.com and go to my website on your phone and you'll see in the upper right-hand corner, you can just click set an appointment and you can pick your time right there on the calendar. I'll get that notification and we will be ready to chat. So... I look forward to chatting with you all for about 15, 20 minutes and just figuring out what it is that's most important to you and your hard-earned money. But getting back into some of our concerns, when we see retirement planning and some of the things that are very concerning, we talked about medical expenses. So, you know, not planning for those medical expenses is a big mistake. According to Fidelity, a 65-year-old opposite gender couple retiring this year in 2021 can expect to spend 300 thousand dollars in healthcare and medical expenses throughout retirement. For single retirees, the 2021 estimate is 157,000 for women and 140,000 dollars for men. Folks, those are real numbers. That's not stuff that we just make up to scare you. Those are real numbers. 
and in my opinion, could be highly underestimated. This year's estimate marks a new milestone high up 30% from 10 years ago when the amount was 230,000, but just 1.7% from 2020 of 295,000. As healthcare inflation has remained relatively flat over the last few years. That, well, that makes it even more important to get that long-term health care you were talking about. Yeah, this has got to be part of your portfolio mm. if you can afford it. You've got to get that in there yeah. and cover those costs and those risks because that's just going to allow you to maintain your lifestyle. But at the same time, it's going to protect your nest egg and allow you to have a legacy and transfer more assets to, to your loved ones or your beneficiaries. So. Uh, just a simple, simple process that we can put in place for you to cover those costs. That's huge. And even with that, there's ways to attack those silent killers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. The cool thing about some of these products in the long-term care, if you don't use them, they act as a life insurance policy. There's also some that you can draw off if you don't ever use long-term care. We could pull income out tax-free. So let us create something for you. It's pretty cool nowadays as independent advisors, and we have the ability to shop all different companies out there and all different products, we can tailor. So we don't just have to, we don't just use one long-term care policy for, for every client that comes in the door. We can tailor and customize these now and, and design them. They all come with a chassis, and then we kind of add our bells and whistles to it to make it meet your needs the best. They're pretty cool, and, and we can get creative with them. And we've discovered or that I'll say I have because you've been you've been doing this longer than I have, but it's been interesting to sit in some of the meetings with you and, and see how one, I'll say policy, let's say it be a life insurance policy, can have other types of functions. So talk about a little bit in terms of it uh, maybe helping cover long-term care or things people may not be used to where you think of you have to have a long-term care policy, you have to have right. a insurance policy and a disability policy and this policy. You know, they're customizing these policies now that, that one policy can handle potentially several risks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've seen where... There's some products out there that we can custom design that cover three bases. So you're getting so much more value and bang for your buck. So for instance, there's there's life insurance policies that we can put in place that have a long-term care rider. That's amazing. So they provide the long-term care should you need it. We also have policies that we can uh, create that might just be more centered around uh, increasing the death benefit. Maybe you just want to maximize the death benefit and the amount of money that you want to leave to your kids but still have the ability to tap into that if you need it mm -hmm. for long-term care in the future. So a lot of different ways we can custom design these and, and, and they've gotten so much more creative, you know, back in the day, 10, 15 years ago, a long-term care policy was just that it was kind of a term policy. You paid into it. If you didn't use the money, you lose it. Mm -hmm. It would give you a set defined benefit and they would also increase your premiums. Yeah. So if we can get growth inside the product, because we tie it to an index that could also cover future premiums to where your premiums could potentially even go down in the future. So we've got to get those bases covered. One of the things I think is really important for couples, or even if you're just an individual out there getting ready to tackle retirement on your own is make sure you have realistic expectations for retirement. Often what we see is couples are on completely different pages. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like interesting that they're sitting in front of us and you know, you've been married 30, 40 years, 60 years old. Like you guys have never talked about this before. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, I find because lo I'm looking forward to retirement. I think retirement's exciting. And uh, my spouse and I talk about it all the time, weekly, mm -hmm. probably. Like, and are we on the track and are we doing the right things to set ourselves up for the retirement that we want? You got to consider the true cost of retirement and be honest about the following. What kind of lifestyle do you want? Do you have travel plans? Do you have business goals? 
whether you're planning on helping your children or grandchildren with expenses or not. So draft a retirement budget that's realistic and assess whether you need to make sacrifices now to achieve your future financial goals. The sooner the better. And also if you're 65, 70 years, we had a gentleman in our office yesterday who was 80 years old. <laughs> so you still can make some changes that are impactful to you and your family. 100%. And now you always mention couples coming in together. Is there any instance or, or certain situations where maybe they should be seen separately? No, we really like the couple to come in together. Okay. What concerns me more is when just one shows up. Right. I got you. You know, that means that traditionally, and it could be the man or the woman in the relationship, traditionally somebody's been kind of in charge of the finances and the other person just doesn't want to deal with it. That's the wrong answer because all of a sudden, if you lose that loved one that's been in charge of the finances, whoever that is in your family, you've got to come together and start kind of doing it together. Mm. Don't get into arguments because we tend to argue over finances. Yeah. And and we all think about money differently. Like what I think about money and how it affects me emotionally is entirely different than my spouse. Mm -hmm. And I recognize that. We're, we're a little bit different. So we have compromises and it works out great. Compromise is a great thing. And what you might want to do in your retirement and spend is going to be completely different than what I want to do. So, but you got to get talking about it. You got to plan out and kind of picture it. What does it look like in your retirement? Not um, only financial advisors, but counselors. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So <laughs> sometimes it becomes yeah. that. <laughs> one of the things that we see JW all the time is one of the spouses just wants to continue to work. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But there's a planning involved there. If you're going to have one spouse that's going to continue to, to work, then there's some special planning there. There's some things you need to make sure you're ready for. You're near retirement, but maybe your spouse isn't. So what do we have to do to make sure the transition is smooth and we don't run short of all that important income. So what can we do? Make a new budget. So back to the old budget thing, you'll need to make a new budget based on one remaining salary and any income from retirement benefits. Some expenses will change. Obviously some will go down, some will go up. So your expenses might change depending on what the retired spouse plans to do. Have a game plan. Listing your retirement goals can give you an idea of how you will spend your time and help avoid boredom. Consider the impact on your relationship. Roles and duties could change, right? When one spouse retires, the working spouse may come home after a hard day not expecting to cook and clean, even if that was their role previously, right? <laughs> so, uh, we sometimes have that turmoil in my household. <laughs> so, but uh, you got to be on the same page. We've probably all heard funny stories where one spouse retires and mm -hmm. in a position at work where they are you know, overseeing a lot of employees or whatever else, they come home and all of a sudden they, they haven't really been active in the household for 30, 40 years. All of a sudden they come home and yeah. want to revamp everything and it can cause some, oh, <laughs> some yeah. a lot of friction. I'd say 20, 30% of the people we work with, they want to retire. We put together a nice retirement plan and they're off into their retirement years and about one or two years into it, they come back to me like, Eric, I got to go back to work. <laughs> I got to go back to work. So yeah, being able to still enjoy your life. Think about it. If, if you were a workaholic, your spouse was a workaholic, and then all of a sudden you just kind of met on the weekends. Now you're having to spend every day together sitting around the house. And that's a whole different ball game, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, you're going to have to get to know your spouse all over again in many different ways. And so fail to plan on that or you're going to plan to fail. Exactly. 100%. Oh, yeah. Personal routines will, will also need to be adjusted. The 
tired spouse could become a night owl, staying up late to watch movies, which could, you know, disrupt the working spouse who has to get up early to go to work. An employed spouse might have to relax in the evenings after working all day while the <laughs> retired spouse slept in and is eager to go out and socialize, right? So sure. I, this sounds like my life right now. So you know, it's tough to be on the same page. So it's very important, but got to have a plan for social security folks. You know, married couples should coordinate when they sign up for social security to maximize their benefit as a couple. So benefit payments are reduced if you enroll in social security in your early 60s. For those who wait beyond 66 and 67, benefits increase every year until you're age 70. So what about leaving that larger payment for your spouse if something should happen to Mm -hmm. you? Because one of your social securities is going to go away. And so let's try to plan to, to maximize that as a couple. Uh, and then, of course, don't forget your health insurance. Employer health insurance is a major reason to keep working until age 65. When one spouse continues to work, both spouses might be eligible for employer health insurance. Once you turn 65, make sure you take care to sign up for Medicare on time, though, because we've talked about that before. You've got to sign up for uh, Medicare at age 65, whether you're working or not, or there's penalties there. Absolutely need to reduce the risk in your portfolio. So the working spouse might be continuing to save for retirement, but it's also important to protect the money you have already accumulated. Retirees, I see this all the time, very often shift a portion of the retirement savings to more conservative investments that are less likely to to lose money. And sometimes shifting and becoming too conservative, you're not going to be able to reach that financial speed that we talked about. So we'll dial it in and find out exactly, do you need a 5% return? Do you need a 4% return? Do you need a 3%, 6%? What percent return do you need to truly reach your goals over time? And then what amount of risk are we taking to get there? We have to measure the risk and really truly understand the risk so we can get that number that you need with the least amount of risk possible. So that's super, super important. And you will factor that up to age 95 when you do that blueprint on retirement. It's yours for the asking, a $1,500 value by contacting TakePoint Wealth Management. They're in our studios each and every Saturday at this time, only on this station. Their phone number, once again, 352-616-0511, takepointwealth.com. Online, just plug it in the search engine, TakePoint Wealth. It'll lead you to Eric Arnett, lead advisor, retirement planner in the crew including Randy Woodruff, certified public accountant in the studios with us each and every week as well. Judiciary Services right here in our own backyard, folks. We'll be back after this. Does all this sound familiar or maybe confusing? Slow down, take a breath, relax. Take Point is here for you. JW here, take it from me. I take it to Take Point Wealth Management. Let lead advisor, retirement planner, Eric Arnett, take point on your stress-free retirement. With so many services at their fingertips and a well-rounded team of professionals, Take Point Wealth Management is on a mission to take point on your retirement. Take advice from someone with your best interests at heart. Take the risk-free financial analysis. Do what I did. Call them today. 352-616-0511. TakePointWealth.com. Don't forget to ask for your stress-free retirement book. Tell them JW said so. TakePoint Wealth Management is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC registered advisor. Hey, I know that guy, JW, that's me. And of course, I know these guys as well, Eric Arnett and Randy Woodruff with TakePoint Wealth Management, the stress-free retirement. It's a good-looking one. If you contact TakePoint Wealth Management, 352-616-0511 and request that free blueprint on retirement. That's right, consultation, analysis, evaluations, 
It's all through TakePoint, and they're right here on the Nature Coast, folks. So don't miss your opportunity to take advantage of that $1,500 value just for our listeners. 352-616-0511 is the number to call. Or check them out online, takepointwealth.com. they got a simple form you can fill out on their website, and they'll get back to you. Or, of course, you got to reach out to them first. Well, when, of course, we've been talking about preparing for one spouse to retire while the other is still working and some of the things you need to do to make sure you're ready, including one that I brought up earlier, a question about if one spouse, you know, is filing, a couple's got to be married, file joint returns. Garrett Garnett and Randy Woodruff are going to address that with a Roth conversion or spousal IRA. Hey, yeah. So one of the things that we love, 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 and it's a very underutilized tool, but with some recent changes in law and tax laws uh, and even uh, retirement uh, account laws, this is a big topic right now and a great opportunity for folks out there to do this planning. We talk about it all the time on our show. We talk about it all the time in our educational events. But consider a Roth conversion or a spousal IRA. If a couple falls into a lower tax bracket because of the loss of one income, it might be worth it to convert some of your traditional 401k or IRA savings to that Roth account that we've been talking about. The tax on the conversion, of course, is charged at your new lower tax rate, and you won't have to pay taxes on future growth in the Roth account. And of course, if one spouse is still working, he or she can make an IRA contribution for the non-working spouse in a spousal IRA. So a lot of people don't know that. I'll repeat that. So if one spouse is working and the other isn't, you can still make a non-working spouse contribution to their IRA. So that's that's huge and that's important. Uh, you can defer paying income tax on up to $5,500 in the spousal IRA or $6,500 for a couple 50 or older. The rules, the couple must be married, file a joint return, and have earned income on at least the, the amount being contributed. Uh, the other cool thing that uh, that's overlooked and what why we like the Roth conversion is because of the change in laws is the ability to also pass that money tax-free to heirs and beneficiaries. Also, the the control it gives back to the client and the retiree because once when you're 72, you're going to be required, the government, the IRS is going to force you to start taking money out of your IRA and be taxed. But if that money, the money that's in a Roth, you do not have to take it out. So you can just leave it in there and continue to let it grow and take it when you feel like taking it. And also when you do take it out, it's going to be tax-free. So this is, I think, one of the most important tools in the tool chest that just isn't being used or utilized. And in fact, sometimes we see, uh, it's quite often that we see based on our projections and when we when we work with our tax projection, our software, that we find that there might even be an amount that you can take out of your IRA uh, and move it to a Roth that won't even be taxable. Exactly. Yeah. Randy does his magic there and based on deductions and whatever marginal tax bracket you're in, there could be actually a portion of money that you're missing out on rolling over now, whether you're 60, 65, 70, I don't care what your age is, there could be a portion of money that you can roll over right now into a Roth and convert it and not have to pay any tax on it. 
So that's huge. That is very huge. And like you said, it's very often overlooked. One of the things um, I know we focus on retirement here, but we may have some business owners listening as well. You know, some of you may have had a rough year during 2020 because of COVID. You know, certain businesses in Florida in general did well compared to most of the rest of the country, but there still were some businesses here in Florida who were negatively impacted. So you may have had some losses coming out of 2020. Coming into 2021, you, know, you may have had $100,000, $200,000 in losses. You may want to go ahead and and offset those losses with a, a Roth conversion, especially if you're not near retirement. But the sooner you get that money into a Roth, the more that grows tax-free. So please don't miss that opportunity. We got some good questions this week. This one from Fred up in the Villages area. What he heard is when you withdraw monies from a 401k plan, pay the taxes and reinvest the balance into a 401k Roth, is there a waiting period of five years before the profit is tax-free? Question mark. Also, if you do this yearly, must each conversion amount be held for five years, question mark, or once the Roth 401k is open, is it only on five-year period, question mark. So great, great question, one that we see quite often. So yeah, if you do the Roth conversion, you can withdraw money, but you, you can't withdraw the portion that you rolled over for five years, the growth at least. Mm-hmm. The principal you can pull out, uh, but the growth has to stay in there or you'll be taxed or yeah. penalized. Yeah. And this is just an- another way where somebody comes to us with a um, retirement plan. It may not be inside of an IRA, but there are options still to, to help you get those monies converted over into Roths. Yep, absolutely. So, and then... Once the 401k is open, is it only a five-year period? No, it's on those amounts that you roll over. You you have to keep those in for a five-year period, or at least the growth portion, and or you'll or, or you'll be taxed. So, mm-hmm. um, important to come and see how that looks on paper, and we'll project it on a spreadsheet and show you exactly how it looks on with our Roth conversion ladder. It doesn't hurt you to take. 15, 20 minutes out of your day and just look, you can call our office, schedule that appointment, like I said, up in the right-hand corner, and we'll whip one up for you and email it to you. It's amazing with the the tools that we have in the office, the different software that we have and calculators that we have that we can sit there and on the fly with you just come up with all kinds of scenarios. So, Mm -hmm. you know, what may seem like a daunting task to you out there, well, you know, how's this going to affect me? Plug all this information in and and instantly uh, the the how it's going to play out long term for you is is projected out on the screen so you know definitely give us a call to come in and see how we can put together some great options for you here's another great question from paul in pasco and uh, i love this question i've been listening to you guys for quite a while and talking about conventional wisdom and maybe you know what i've been doing in the past isn't going to serve me well in the future I'm looking for new ideas, but he says, for the most part, I've been and I am fairly confident that my dividend-paying stocks will provide the income that I need in retirement. But sometimes I wonder if I'm relying too heavily on that plan. Do I need to diversify the income side of my portfolio as well? So great, great question, Paul. Um, one that we you know encounter all the time. And that conventional wisdom is a lot of, of, of advisors or brokers will just kind of follow that conventional wisdom without thinking outside the box. You'll call up and say, hey, I need income. I like income. Well, okay, we're going to put you in these dividend-paying stocks, and we're going to put you in these 
high yield bonds pay a lot of income, but they don't tell you that the risks that are involved with that. So number one, obviously stocks have risk, right? So mm. it's great getting those dividends, but what if the stock value goes down? It's great getting those bond coupons rates and those bond interest rates, but what if the bond value goes down? Or what if the credit quality isn't so great? One thing people don't realize, if you have high yield bonds and the, that means that the credit quality isn't that great, well, the price can just fluctuate based on the credit quality. So mm -hmm. you got to be careful that you're not losing principal there. Um, real, real important. But when you have a traditional dividend and income paying portfolio, you have a lot of risk in the portfolio. Mm -hmm. Because what people may or may not understand is the higher the dividend and the higher the yield, the higher the risk. Mm -hmm. So you're getting baited on this, oh, hey, I got this nice income check coming in the mail every, every month, but what are the risks that you're taking to get that? And once again, when a rising tide floats all ships over the last 5, 10, 15 you know, years, 12 years, bonds have been going up in value, stocks have been going up in value, dividends and interest just keep coming in, uh, and that has worked for you in the past, but I, I'm, I'm here to tell you there are much safer ways to get your income diversify that income, mm -hmm. those income sources. So you're diversifying your portfolio and you're diversifying your risk. Uh, so there's a lot of ways that we can get you guaranteed income for life and, and really nice rates as well. So it pays to explore and think outside the box and, and educate yourself on other things that are out there that you can do. Great, great question. It's more important to reach your goal and to get the income that you need than it is to take the risk that you're taking to get those. So very, very important to, to take a look at the risk inside of those portfolios. Got another question here from Ashley. And it looks like this one's Spring Hill. I have $60,000 in a savings account, and I also have an IRA account. I want to invest the 60000 so that it can grow, but I'm nervous about investing it currently. How do I invest all or some of this money with a very cautious approach? Question mark. I'm 63 and plan to retire at 65. So great, great question. Kind of a difficult one to answer without having all of the information about Miss Ashley. But you know, if you just have cash sitting on the sidelines right now, it kind of makes sense to one, get a plan to figure out once again, on that $60,000 that you have, what is the financial speed? What, what type of return do we have to get on that money to reach your goals? No matter where we are in history, or cycles in the market, it's always nerve wracking to invest that money. And so I would get a plan in place. You know, there's ways that you can cautiously invest your money and get a good return and to provide some income and some growth for you in retirement. So uh, give us a call and we'll walk you through and set that plan up for you and show you how you can do that. Absolutely. You, know, you might want a dollar cost average into the market. Uh, you might want to have some index annuity in there, some 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 equities, you know, some uh, structured notes. You know, we're, we're really excited about structured notes. You know, they're offering an awesome uh, yield, and it's another way to diversify your portfolio. Uh, folks need to call us and get the white paper on that, on structured notes, and educate yourself on that. And so where you're being the bank and you're making the money as opposed to just leaving your money in the bank and letting them make money on you. So exactly. if you want to be the lender and you want to make some really nice interest rates, then give us a call and we'll show you how to do that. So great, great questions. Back to that prior question about the dividend paying stocks, you know, just uh, for that gentleman that called, that called in with that question, just applying the rule of 100. You know, we would tell him that you know, if he has all of his income basically in dividend paying stocks, we would not recommend that approach to him. So just applying the rule of 100 for him would would diversify his portfolio. Yeah, because there's 
what we call systematic risk. And you could have these great solid stocks, but if the market goes down, the value of your stock's going to go down too. I don't mm -hmm. care how good that stock is. And yeah, they probably will still keep paying that dividend. However, I've seen companies have to reduce dividends as well. And right now, to be competitive with today's interest rates, companies aren't really having to pay high dividends or interest. So you may not even reach your goal with that kind of strategy. I'm going to venture to guess we can get you much more income with our strategies, utilizing the tools that we use. And it can also be a guaranteed income and a much safer way to to incur that income and also continue to pay that income. This guy has to ask himself, is that income guaranteed for life? Because mm -hmm. there's ways that we can put income in place where it's guaranteed for your life and it'll never change. Questions for Phil in the Wikiwachi area. Phil says, my spouse and I are 70 and 67 years old and retired. We have a fixed and variable annuity. Is this a good investment for monthly income? I mean, I've, as Eric and I have, have spoken on many occasions um, about annuities, we are a big fan of annuities mm -hmm. and how they can be a good income replacement. You know, people have traditionally been investing in stocks and bonds, and with the bond market, you know, not being very favorable at the present time, we've been transitioning our clients out of bonds and have been for a while into into annuities. We had a client the other day that we talked to, been in business his whole life and, and worked for himself, and so didn't have a pension per se, but accumulated quite a bit of wealth. Mm. And so one of the things he wanted to have for comfort level is, is to have a fixed amount of income in retirement. We structured him an annuity so he could have that, I'll say pension in, in, in retirement. He had other funds as well that we're investing, but one of the things we set him up in is he's going to have that fixed amount for the rest of his life. Potentially there'll be some money there left for his spouse as well, depending on how long he lived. Eric and I are, are big fans of, of annuities and, and they have a great place in most people's retirement portfolio. Life insurance policies are another way to to accumulate wealth and also to have tax-free income in retirement, but it's a different kind of product okay. and uh, serves a different purpose. Well, it's good to have both. Mm, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Now you do offer a book called Annuity 360 that's free to our listeners too, and you could pick that up by contacting TakePoint Wealth Management, 352-616-0511. Check them out online at takepointwealthmanagement.com or just TakePoint Wealth Management right there in the old search engine. It'll take you to their website and you can request that free book there, Annuity 360, yours for the asking. I highly recommend people read that book. Yeah. I mean, it's an easy read uh -huh. and it's it's um, it really takes the, I'll say the mystery out of annuities. Uh -huh. Before we even talk to clients about annuities, we'd like to have them read that book just so they have an education, so they come in educated and prepared and it really, really is, is um, beneficial. Um, next question, we have Vince. In Brooksville, I'll be 64 years old this year and thinking of taking Social Security benefits at full retirement age and putting the money in a money market account for four years and continue to work until age 70. I will put $1,000 in, in monthly and use the rest as safety net now. At age 70, I'll, re I'll retire and have Social Security, the money market, and my 403B. Should I wait until I turn 70 to start collecting Social Security? Well, that's a great question. Mm. One of the things that people need to assess and be honest with themselves and taking Social Security before for retirement age or before 70 is, how long are you going to live? Now, nobody knows the exact yeah. day and time we're going to pass away, but I think we all can be honest with ourselves and know our health history. You know, have you taken very, very good care of your body your entire mm -hmm. life? You've had a rough lifestyle. Chances are things are going to break down more in, in retirement as you age and you may not live as long. Also, genetics plays a big factor in how long we live. So I think it's good to be honest with yourself. In your younger years, did you take good care of your body or did you not? 
and then look at your genetic history and then make that decision based upon that. If you think that you are not going to live as long as you would like to, or there's an aptitude in your family to with some some health history, then you may want to draw that Social Security out sooner rather than later. And Vince is going to wait until he's full retirement age to start drawing so there won't be a penalty for taking out Social Security before full retirement age. Trying to time death is like trying to time the market. (laughs) But there are some things you can look at. I talk to my clients and tell them, hey, if if you think that you're going to not live as long as you want to, then go and start drawing Social Security as early as you can. Save the money up because depending upon also too how much money, if you're married or not married, uh, how much money in Social Security your spouse is going to get, it may be beneficial to get something from Social Security. If you pass away early, at least you got something out of it as opposed to getting nothing. And, and the money that you take out and save can pass on to your heirs. It's That's a tough question. It all depends yeah. on facts and circumstances. And it's not just dollars and cents. It's health and other factors as well that go into that, into that decision. That's Excellent. incredible. And that's what I'm talking about. And we thank the professionals that are in our studio each and every Saturday to give us the information that we need for that stress-free retirement. Folks, keep those questions coming in. Great questions, by the way. Info, I-N-F-O, at TakePointOnRetirement.com. That's right. Send your questions to info at TakePointOnRetirement.com. We'll address those questions on future shows. And we appreciate, once again, Eric Arnett, Lead Advisor, Retirement Planner with Take Point Wealth Management, Randy Woodruff, Certified Public Accountant, Realtor here in our uh, local area. And it's all local. Uh, right here on the Nature Coast with Take Point Wealth Management. Give them a call now, 352-616-051. Take advantage of what they've got and take advantage of that stress-free retirement. Once again, all you retirement warriors, Take Point has got your back and they'll take the lead on that stress-free retirement. We'll be back next week, same place, same time on Take Point on Retirement right here. Folks, thanks for being with us. God bless you. We'll see you. Have a great weekend.